Please join with me in the responsive prayer. We remember today, O oh God, all those who served under the colors of their countries. Grant that those who serve today may be kept in your everlasting love and protection. We pray for the day when there will be peace on earth and the kingdoms of this world will have become the kingdoms of our Christ. Hear our prayers for our enemies in the world, that they may be converted to Christ's will for the nations and join us in a world, better world community. Amen. We also want to pray for all those veterans that have served us so faithfully, those that have given their lives for us, those who were able to come home but still suffered, for those that are still serving today that are keeping us safe and out of harm's way, who are putting themselves first, and pray for all those that are giving of themselves just for us and for the freedom so that we can, can worship on a Sunday without fears, so that we can have the right to free speech, so we can have the right to bear arms or whatever it is. They gave us, they fought for those rights just for us. So prayers for all those that served and are serving and for all the families that gave up the sacrifices so that they could do that for us as well. Then let us pray. Heavenly Father, who promised to never leave your children's side, we give thanks to you for the soldiers who have made it home safely and we are grateful for those you have ushered into heaven straight from the battlefields. Bless our soldiers and hold them safely in the palm of your hand. Bless our soldiers, families, and friends. Help them to always be a source of joy and strength for our military. We ask for healing, O Lord, of wounds we can and cannot see, of memories that may never be resolved, and of the spiritual relationship with you that sometimes feels so broken. Let your grace pour down upon those who have served in the battlefield, who often return to a continuous battle of transition to civilian life. Lift up those who are feeling lost, those who are feeling unappreciated, and those who cannot accept the magnitude of their sacrifice. Guide us as your church to minister to the sons and daughters of war, not just on special occasions, but every day, seeking new ways to support them in gratitude for their ultimate sacrifice. May we become soldiers of relief for them, responding with patience and understanding and providing assistance where it is needed. Help us to become good listeners, a safe haven for assailed soldiers to speak of their experiences regardless of the horror they have, may have seen. For in speaking begins healing. Refresh us, Lord. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so that your love may overflow in all of us, bringing peace and joy and wholeness to us and to those who have served and to those who continue to serve our blessed nation. We thank them for their sacrifice and we thank you for the ultimate sacrifice in your son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray by saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious, loving God, may the words of our mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our first scripture is Psalm 20, verses 1 through 9. It's a psalm of David. The Lord answer you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory and in the name of our God, set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord God will help his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories by his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. They will collapse and fall, but we shall rise and stand upright. Give victory to the king, O Lord, Answer us when we call. Our second scripture comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. And then they went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? And he answered them, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go out and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at the harvest time I will tell you, Tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, I, uh, I'm a veteran, but I was fortunate. I never got into combat. On my 21st birthday, I had my appendix out at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. 
My ship was loaded with replacement units for the 1st Marine Division to go to Korea. And I wasn't feeling well. So I was down in the gunnery office getting ready to send some reports to Washington when I found myself on the deck and I couldn't get up. So I called out and luckily uh, one of my shipmate buddies came by and heard me. So they quick got the medic and uh, he came down and checked me over and said, it don't look good. So they got me topside and called a skipper over and he asked me a few questions and I was feeling pretty bad. So uh, they decided to, uh, they called uh, for an ambulance. So they put me in a small boat, loaded me over the side, took me to Moorhead City, North Carolina, and there was an ambulance waiting to take me to Camp Lejeune. I got there and on my 21st birthday, I had my appendix out. That's where I first saw what the ravages of war can do to individuals. When I would go during my recuperation, I had to walk as much as possible. And I would walk through the, through the recovery area. And one of the first things I saw was a young Marine suspended in a vat of oil, some kind of medicated oil. He was sent back from Korea. He was burned in a tank accident, burned from head to toe. I closed my eyes and I can still see that. So like I say, I, I was fortunate. I was in the military, but never in combat. Those who were in combat, we have owe them so much because we can never imagine what they went through. The Lord's been good to me and... You know, today is one of those days where you, you, you're almost speechless. The songs are the sermon, the special music the choir sang that Lisa brought in this morning is the sermon. It's us saying thank you for those that have served for us, served so that again, we can have the freedoms to do and be who we are. But you know, the, the, the one prayer that Ray talked, that, that Ray led, it talked about all the nations, all the nations under God, all the nations, to where God is the parent for every living being, every living being. And God does not want his children fighting. God does not want his children bullying somebody else. God doesn't want his children thinking that they are more important than the next person. In Isaiah 65, God says, the wolf and the lamb shall feed together and live in community together. That is the new Jerusalem, where the wolf and the lamb stay together. They have their differences. They all have their differences, but they learn how to live in, a, in harmony to a point. They learn to live in community and what it means to live in community. If we, and I mean a collective we around the world, if we could just embrace those 10 little rules, forget that, forget the 10 little rules, the two rules, the two most important commandments, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your mind and all of your soul and love your neighbor as yourself. We could have that new Jerusalem where we're not afraid of somebody coming in and hurting us or taking away the freedoms that so many people gave their lives. And yeah, John, you may still be here in body, but you still live your time in Vietnam. 
I know another gentleman, his name's Sonny. He lives that every day of his life. You know Sonny as well. He lives it every day of his life, and he's trying to get an awareness out there by doing little uh, movies and stuff like that on, hist on the History Channel. He's trying to get it out there to know what it's really like. It's like, do we really want more people to go through this as they have gone through it? You heard Ray this morning talk about his time. Yeah, you were lucky. You were lucky you got the appendix out. But you still saw what happened in war. All those families that got those letters, those letters from the president or whomever or from the general saying thank you for the service of your son and we're sorry he's not coming home. The sacrifices the families made, I don't want to make those sacrifices anymore. I want to see what that new Jerusalem is really going to be like and I want to see it in my lifetime. I want to see what it's like when the wolf and the lamb feed together. I want to know what it's like that I can have a conversation with another individual and we can have an argument, but it's a constructive argument. It's not me saying that my way, my thought is the way it needs to be. And it's me not listening to this person telling me you need to do it this way. It's coming together and saying, you know what? Both sides have that validity to them. And let's find a way to where we can join them together. You know, the, the scripture of Matthew, it talks about the good with the bad. If you think of the creation story, everything that God made, he ended each day with, and it was good. And it was good. And yet we have people going after each other. We have people, we have countries going after each other. We have friends going after friends. We have families going after families. God created everything in this world, and it was good. And yet, how do you explain? How do you explain another person hurting somebody else? That's not what God would want. God is that parent that says, stop. You need to be in your timeout chairs. And yet, we keep. We keep going on. There should be no need for the armed forces in this country or any other country. There should be no need for it. But we had it, again, so that we could have our freedoms. So the people that were in those conflicts, in those wars, they stood for us. They stood for our freedoms. They served their country. And they served God because God, and I believe they served God, because God would want them to make it to where we're all equal. One is no better than the next. In war, there are no winners or losers. Yeah, you may have the United States won this war, Germany won that war, but there's no winners because so many lives were lost. So many families were broken up and God wept. And I believe that today God is weeping I believe God has his arms around every vet that is still alive today. I believe God has his arms and protecting arms around all those that are serving us faithfully today. And I know God had his loving and comforting arms around all those that have lost loved ones when we celebrated Veterans Day yesterday. 
I know God is there for us, but I also know God does not want us to keep fighting. He doesn't. I want to celebrate our freedoms, but not at the cost of another life. Not at the cost of John having nightmares or Ray having tears because of what he saw. It's time to stop. And I don't know how. I don't know how that all works. But I am looking forward to that new Jerusalem where the wolf and the lamb feed together. And we learn to lift each other up around the world, all nations. We lift each other up. When you're down, you put a hand out, even to the stranger. Amen and amen. proclaim what we believe by the reading of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
place. Thank you. And may the shalom of God, the love and the passion of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Amen.